Hi guys, it's Kara, host of Everyone's Business But Mine. And let's be real, one thing that makes the show possible is by selling sponsorships to advertisers. One way you can support us in getting more sponsors is by telling us a little bit more about yourself. You can do that by filling out a quick survey at the link in the show description. Plus, your answers are anonymous. They'll help us learn what you love most about the show and how to make it even better. The questions will ask you about the things that help advertisers understand the audience. It'll only take a few minutes, and it's an easy way to help the show. So you can find the link in the show description. Thank you so much, and stay tuned for the rest of the show. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Even on a budget? Quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. I hope you know how much you mean to me and the impact that you've made on my life. But no, I cannot marry you. I deserve somebody who knows for sure. So I'm choosing myself and I'm going to say no. Season two of Love is Blind has premiered. It was an absolute shit show. I could not talk about this by myself. So I got not one, but two of the baddest bitches in the game. The hosts of Hollywood Crime Scene, Desi and Rachel. Hey girls, how are you doing? Hi. Hey, Kara. It's so exciting yeah. to be here, both of us. Yeah. This is our first threesome. This is our Italy. first threesome. Yeah, at long last. <laughs> it's been a long time coming. And I I, I'm really, I'm ready for it. I've done my stretches, so. Mm, me too. <laughs> I've done my Kegels. <laughs> I'm doing one right now, you know? <laughs> um, I guess I want to start off by asking you guys, uh, what are you guys wearing right now? <laughs> oh my God. Okay. <laughs> there was so much unnecessary horniness from Shane in the pods that I didn't want to see. Like I am like, I, like you can get horny in the pods, but I didn't appreciate it coming from Shane. I, have never heard a guy more excited about a crop top in my life. <laughs> like he literally would come just by hearing someone was wearing a crop top. I was like, what are you from the 1800s? Like, <laughs> wearing a cute little two-piece set with a crop top and a sweatshirt. And like, my God, kill us all. And, then um, he got, and he's like, oh, crop top. He's like, oh my God, that's so fucking hot. Oh, that's so fucking hot. 
um I wanted to ask you did you guys watch season one yes I didn't oh my god season one I felt was a lot more chaotic although it could have been because it was sort of the first quarantine show sure yeah and we were all desperate for content and there was the whole um Giannina getting left at the altar just sort of uh, has been burned in my mind Desi you have to watch season one just to see the evolution of this absolute angel Giannina Milady Jabelli that is her actual name um <laughs> she's so dramatic she uh accuses a man of not being able to fuck and at one point she slips in a wedding dress it's incredible oh, oh my god <laughs> right well, she's she's running away from the altar after she's just gotten rejected oh my god and she trips and falls in the dress <laughs> that's me it was <laughs> that's why i never run <laughs> it was a reality tv moment for the ages oh my god i i did try to get to it i just could not uh, i didn't have time to get to it before we recorded yeah. but i was going to binge everything and that's not to say that this season didn't have plenty of what the fuck moments yeah See, when I was reading Reddit boards, because that's what I like to do with reality <clears throat> TV, uh, they seemed to think this season was more out of control and the people were even more awful than season mm -hmm. one. I was, yeah, I would say that people were very awful this season and also that more people got rejected at the altar this season. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Desi, have you seen Married at First Sight? Any of it? No, I haven't. Okay. So these are the same producers. Okay. Um, so it's got a lot of the same kind of flair to it. Just like the horny for marriage. Gotta do yes. it now. Maybe Wait, we'll say no vibe. That the same producers? Yeah. Like, so the so the guy was like, I'm going to make the exact same show basically twice. <laughs> And like, I mean, it's not the same, it's not like set up the same way, but it is pretty much the premise of. Like, yeah. It's, it's like what's the difference? Yeah. Yeah. That same ingredients, just in a different packaging. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that, that's, the, um, that's the type of producer I want to be lazy. <laughs> exactly. Just I admire the, the fuck out of him. <laughs> <laughs> You're absolutely right. So this season was in Chicago, which was just like an absolute dream. I feel like reality doesn't go to Chicago as much as they should. They really don't. And it's has, a shame. Has there been a Housewives of Chicago? No. Why not? We've been begging for it for years, Rachel. I can't answer the question for you. I don't know. That's so weird. Yeah. yeah. I think it might just be too sprawled out. I, I'm really not sure. Right. Yeah, I have no idea. I don't know. But they did have a show very briefly called like 90 Days of Summer. And it was about like singles in the summer in Chicago because oh. you only have like 90 good days out of the year. Well, well um, Tinsley <laughs> did try to make it happen <laughs> briefly. <laughs> she did. She did. <laughs> She did. Um, so let's talk about the the whole thing. So the premise, if you guys don't know, I mean, the show is called Love is Blind. I, I don't know what to tell you. It's people in pods. It's a Netflix show. They talk to each other. People get to vibe with each other. And if they really like each other, they can propose just days in sight unseen. Excuse me. Well, they, they decide to propose sight unseen. And then once they decide they're going to get engaged, then at that point, you're allowed to see each other. You're whisked away to a romantic vacation. You try to make it work. You get the wedding. But the plot twist is that the wedding is not a guarantee. 
everybody is fully capable of saying no and they do. And it's great. Um, yeah, I, <laughs> I could have watched uh, an hour of people just seeing each other for the first time. <laughs> that was right. by far, that was my favorite part of the whole show. Like, yeah, I love them seeing each other for the first time and having to put their game faces on. Right. Like mm-hmm. that was just incredible. Like, cause, cause you can always tell who's a little bit disappointed. They literally yes. are unable to hide it. I've never seen anything. <laughs> Yes, I, I have notes on that for particular. Okay, people. well, yeah, I like, want to get wow. ahead of it, but I love that part. I mean, I would love for season three if they threw in like some actual uggos. In I, I, I have yes. notes on how to improve the show. <laughs> yeah, I mean, because it is very I, I convenient found, that they all happen to be attractive. I, I agree. I found yeah. it really like disappointing that they were like, "Ooh, let's like flirt with diversity with like larger bodies right. and maybe like less attractive people," but then at the end of the day all the hotties or, you know, yeah, they were all pretty much, uh, attractive people. Yeah. For the most part. Yeah. Um, except for Kyle. Sorry. <laughs> Listen, I Kyle. tweeted, I tweeted that Kyle looks like maybe Thor's hammer just smashed him right in the nose. <laughs> oh and oh my God. <laughs> I thought he looked like all the actors who played the hobbits <laughs> had a baby together. <laughs> Oh, poor Kyle. Oh my God. I poor, so, poor Kyle. I have so much to say about Shayna and Kyle. Okay. Okay. Uh, so we're you're... just chomping at the bit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Do you have any thoughts about that girl who claimed to be an influencer, but then oh, was her name the Trisha? Day... Yeah. Trisha. Yeah. I wanted more of Trisha. Trisha. See, that's a character who should have stayed somehow, yes. but no one liked her. So. <laughs> What can you do? Yeah, I, I just like could not believe the day that the show dropped, people obviously found her social. And that day, she only had like 8,400 followers. So it's like, baby, oh, yeah, you're not, you're not that influential. <laughs> no. Yeah, you're not even a micro influencer. Anytime someone says that, they're just like, they're not a good person, probably. <laughs> like, or there's there's some problems going on. Like if the fir- the thing you lead with is you have a lot of Instagram followers, right? Right. Like, that's weird. Right. What's really happening with you? Yeah. Right. Right. Um. It's she's she was a, a dream, a real dream and a nightmare. I really have nothing to say about her, but um, you know, Shake, Shake was upsetting. Um, we'll get into that later. Um. I noticed, I just want to say that two of the men that end up getting picked, Nick and Sal, both had like multiple stacked beaded bracelets, which I think is evil. Oh, wait. Yes. Okay. Nick is still wearing his live strong bracelet from 2004. (laughs) Wait, no, who, yeah. Was it Nick? Cause Nick and Danielle, Nick Nick, and Danielle. Yeah. Yeah. Nick is still wearing his live strong bracelet. He also has those beaded bracelets that you can get at a gas station. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Uh, but he had like a stack. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, oh, these are my Tibetan prayer beads. Did you go to Tibet to get them? No, I got these at Urban Outfitters. You know, yeah, that's right. what it was getting. They right. may look like beads, but they're actually red flags. <laughs> red flag beads. <laughs> <laughs> Every bead is a flag. You're absolutely right. Um, so let's start with Nick and Danielle. I think they're a good oh. couple to start with. Oh boy. Um, they started off okay and then it was a real quick crash and burn for me what were your first impressions of Nick and Danielle so right off the bat Danielle opens up that she has some serious insecurities about her body she's you know 
gone through like um sort of been ashamed of her body in the past she was heavier she she's very open about that in the beginning you I, she talked to shake didn't she and she mm-hmm. shake was the one who i just will never forget his reaction was sort of like ooh, you like i could um look i'm sorry but the look on his face to me was like oh you like you're you used to be fat like but didn't yeah. deep d also lose a lot of weight Yes, she did, I think. She did. I think it came out later after the fact that she had had some weight loss surgery. Um, And that was like maybe part of, (laughs) I can't even get into it right now. But uh, (laughs) But Danielle Danielle seemed okay. And as as is common in reality shows, is like everyone's like people, like it's always fun when someone's revealed to be a monster, like two or three episodes in. Right. And so Danielle seemed okay. And, and Nick seemed okay. And they seemed like, oh, this is the one couple that I think, you know, might have a shot. Like they really Mm -hmm. like each other. I liked Nick. I never liked Danielle. Uh, Her sort of insecurity to me is just narcissism. At some point, I just feel like I get people are insecure, but to have it be that much of a focus for her, it just, it's, and it, it comes true. Like she is a narcissist in my opinion. Like yeah. she's obsessed with herself. What she feels is, is imp- more important than what anyone else is thinking or feeling. And I thought Nick, cause he had a few, a few people on his hooks, right? Like yeah. a few women mm-hmm. were into him. I think Trisha even liked him like yeah. briefly or like in her one, her one little moment she had. <laughs> so I like Nick was more a reveal for me. Like, oh, he's also kind of sucks. Yeah. Like I Sweating liked him a little here. more at the beginning. Yeah. Whereas I never, Danielle was always kind of annoying to me, no. but she's definitely more got worse. No, I never was on Danielle's side. Even from the beginning, I did have sympathy for her. Uh, and I felt like, oh, maybe Nick is the right person for her who can give her like this kind of support that she wants out of a relationship. But mm-hmm. it turned out to be, oh, she doesn't, just needs support in a relationship. She needs all the energy to be completely 100% focused on her at all times and fuck anybody else's feelings. And the fact that yeah. they got engaged so fast because they were like the first couple, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. To me, that was like, oh, they're awful. <laughs> that was a sign <laughs> to me that there's something wrong. But I kind I, of am definitely the cynic in these type of shows. Yeah. I'm just like, oh, come on. I've never like experienced somebody usually when you warn some aspect of yourself to somebody you're aware and then you like play it down but she really just went full out she was like I'm really um uh nervous anxious like I'm insecure and she was she absolutely was like to the nth degree I couldn't believe it she didn't even try to hide her crazy at all like I I feel like Look, I know uh, I've talked about this before. If I was ever on a reality show, I would probably get the villain edit because I would get hungry one day on set (laughs) and like have a little meltdown or something. But I feel like if I was on a romance show like this, I would be on my absolute best fucking behavior. Right. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) The trouble really begins with Danielle when they go on the, not honeymoon, but uh, you know, they're, they're. Beyonce trip. Yeah. Yeah. And she gets sick one night. Everything was like pretty good with them leading up to this. So they have some sort of like couples mixer. And she can't go. Nick ends up going by himself. It's clearly, we learn later, like the party was very near their room. So she could watch 
everything that was going on. <laughs> this is so <laughs> sinister. <laughs> First of all, she got so angry at Nick for going to this party, which the producers were probably like, yeah, you have to go. Right. Here's the thing with Nick and Danielle. I never know what any of their fights, how they've gotten to the point that they no. got to. Like, no. I never know how it's gotten that bad so quickly. <laughs> and sometimes I don't even know what they're fighting about. Like, I right. don't know. And I don't know if that's editing. They didn't show us. Here's the other thing that's weird about Danielle. Nick, this is one of the best boyfriend moves he's done the whole show comes back with all the gossip for her and yes. she's still Debbie. mad thank you thank you what is <laughs> that's dream? like a key that's like great that was great of him like here's like a, here's a great point about nick that desi just brought up nick is the only straight guy i have ever seen in my life uh, gossips like a woman <laughs> he is such a chatty patty i can't believe it and you're absolutely right like leave me alone for a couple of hours get these cameras out of my room and then come back and tell me everything that went down like that's exactly the, i, I would have been like dream. thank you this is making me feel so much better if he brought food that would be even better if i think he had an upset stomach but yeah not only is he bringing back gossip he's creating gossip at the party <laughs> <laughs> like he, he did the living. same thing at the beach reunion oh yeah like, he's a shitster he's like a total shitster so it's like oh that's someone who's fun to hang out with uh during this insane show absolutely the other wow. thing is he still still fucked her even after witnessing her with explosive diarrhea lying on the floor eating a piece yeah. of fry white bread yeah that's the yep. other thing. I would not allow myself to be filmed lying no. on the toilet, <laughs> like by the toilet. <laughs> I don't know why. If lot. you're insecure, like, come on. <laughs> <laughs> it, it really was a lot. I hope she got paid extra for that. Me oh too. Oh my God. <laughs> um, can we talk about Wendy, Danielle's mother, who was Please. like ready for her close-up immediately? Oh my God. <laughs> Wendy, Wendy stumbled over from a TLC show <laughs> with her white wine yeah. and her floral print blouses. She was like, she had gone to reality TV mom school. <laughs> a thousand percent. Like she, she just like was camera ready and like a personality, like just like everything. It was wild. Like there was no nervousness or anything. No, no. she's like, oh, you going to go catch a fish, Nick? <laughs> Yeah, she definitely did like three pageants when she was a kid. Yeah, I know she saved up all her Kohl's cash mm. for this, like a new wardrobe for the show. Um, she was truly like a, a sight to behold. And well, most of the families like and friends of these people look like they don't want to be there. Right. And yeah. she was like the extreme opposite. She wanted yeah. to be there. And, and, and she also getting to meet Wendy and, and Danielle's family, but especially Wendy, it was such a great insight into how Danielle ended up, <laughs> yeah. she ended up yeah. mm -hmm. <laughs> to witness that, including, and I'm including Danielle's shit stirring brother in the dynamic. Yeah. <laughs> that brother Absolutely. was like, I want to take my sister down a peg on national television. Well, Danielle's mom is clearly like the popular, like the popular mom that Danielle could never like live up to or something like, yeah. and probably everyone likes her mom and, and Danielle probably has a different opinion right. and is seething with rage over Wendy. Yeah. Wendy was probably for Danielle was probably a nightmare in so many ways growing up with, and everyone loved Wendy and Wendy was like super hot when she was young and like 
whatever yeah. party girl. That's just the vibe I got from. Wendy. Well, and also Wendy, she did didn't she talk about her weight too? She's like she always struggled. Like you could just tell yes. that there might have been some issues there with that as well. Yeah, like mm-hmm. maybe Wendy said something to Danielle when she was little that just like always stuck to Danielle. Right, because Wendy yeah. has a high metabolism. For sure. Let's get real. <laughs> There's definitely a vibe of like Wendy's definitely poked Danielle's stomach before, like, oh, and like you know, totally, really- but like all in good fun, like yeah, nothing like yeah. But it, but it, was- but I'm, and I say that in quotes, like it's definitely right. passive aggressive. Yes, in a passive aggressive way, and she probably didn't think there was anything wrong with like little sort of fat shamey comments oh, mm-hmm. totally. throughout the years because yeah. they were said with a smile. Yeah, exactly, just- exactly. This this meeting with the parents kind of leads us to dust up number two again not really sure what happened but they have this meeting with uh her family everything seemingly goes well and then we find out that after they left apparently nick did not give her the right amount of feedback and was focused on some drama that was happening with his friends instead of being like oh my god what this is the best moment that ever happened to me meeting your crazy mother Um, this is another (laughs) example of a fight where we didn't get the context for this fight i yeah because we saw nick engaging with the family i didn't see him constantly off in the corner texting and ignoring everything like what we saw was him hanging out with the family he went fishing yeah and it's like, well, well then don't date me. Cause I'm definitely going to be texting or tweeting <laughs> a few right. times during an eight hour visit. Like, right. what are you fucking crazy? Like if you need that much undivided attention, you're not going to find many people who can give it to you. Like that's right. yeah. insane level. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's truly unwell. Um, what happens after that? So I would say the only time I really ever agreed with Danielle was when she was like, kind of suggesting that maybe, um, Nick could, you know, like fuck her a little bit harder or just be a little bit more rough with her in the bedroom. And he yeah. was like, I really don't want to do that. But she's like, yeah, but you're going to. So <laughs> I, I like that about her. Yeah. She, she wasn't that into Nick's dick game as much as she thought he had more potential. I mean, I agree, she but if he's not that. into rough sex, then he's not into it. And maybe they're not a match in that. They probably, do you know were. what I mean? Like, yeah. cause that's something yeah. you, as the Dom, which he, I guess, supposedly is that, that she wants him to be, if he's not that it's very hard to fake that. Right. And he shouldn't have to, if he wants to no. have, like gentle, I agree. more gentle. And sex. she, she can peg him <laughs> if she wants to do- <laughs> be the Dom. Like, I don't know, like maybe she needs to take it on. Can, uh, but yeah. Can we talk about the blow up electric guitars oh god of course the corn costume and the corn cob costume <laughs> i have never seen someone look so upset to be sitting around in a corn cob costume i thought his reaction was a little over the top baby it was so I mean, funny it was so stupid also like they kept talking about the age difference and i was like how what's their age difference and it's like seven it's like six years like she's yeah. 30 and he's 36 i was like I she, so. it's like it's not that big of an age difference like that's no. a very standard age difference i think right uh I, yeah. he was acting like she's 19 still playing garage band or whatever like, <laughs> well yeah i mean um so yeah so part of the aspect is that they go to see each other's places they scout and see like okay maybe this will be like our future i'll move into your place you'll move into mine um and we find out that danielle is a uh was it garage band rock band i think it's rock band a rock band head i didn't even know they still did this music 
or video game since like no. 2007 I didn't even know it existed but she apparently is like so still thoroughly into rock band that she keeps all the the drum set the guitar the whole thing out and also her house is kind of like a Spencer's gifts like there's just a lot of <laughs> random party stuff um Danielle's, Danielle's the only person I've seen who actually regularly buys things from Wish Right. Yeah. I mean, the thing with Danielle is she probably was very good at rock band and it got her some attention and there's no way she's giving that up. No, she's the no. best at rock band and that's her thing. Like that's what my take on it is. Like, I think it also just goes to show just the way she was talking about how her and her girlfriends, they come over and they stand on the tables and they broke a table. It's like, she's never grown out of her college identity. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, she does seem very young. She does. She does. Maybe also, that's all why. of their apartments all look vaguely the same to me. <laughs> okay. Really? I, I have a question about the apartments because this is an aspect of the show that's always baffled me because everyone always seems to have the exact same apartment with the exception of Jarrett. Jarrett is the only cast member on this season who had an apartment that actually looked like it was furnished by him. Right. They all look like high rise apartments with like no details, just like the white, crisp, big windows right. with a view. Like it looked like they were all in the same building or something. Yeah. Oh, well, they do move into apart- apartments like a shared, well, not a shared building. They do move into a building before they get married. So those, that they do live in the same building. Right. Would they, would, would, would they bring their stuff? Um, I think. I don't know. Yeah, I feel like last season we saw them living in the apartments a lot more. I I, that's what I mean. Like, so it's like a Big Brother situation. Last almost. season yeah. it was a lot more clear on like their uh, living situations. Th- this season I don't think they focused too much on the apartments, but I did. I I guess I had forgotten that they all moved into like the same place. I guess production puts them up there because I'm like, how yeah. do Danielle? What does Danielle even do for work? I don't even remember. Like, They're all like marketing. Um, yeah, I think she was some sort of like social media marketing manager or something. Right. Something wild. Um, yeah. Gosh, do I have any other thoughts? About I love Nick's family. Danielle? Nick's family. We didn't talk about. Oh yeah. Family. They didn't. They now were they're in- the classic. We don't want to be family. His mom. Wow. They yeah. did not ever smile. I don't think. No. Or very few. Or maybe when they were laughing at him. They were so <laughs> bummed about the entire situation. They were humiliated. Uh, again, this is another family that looked like they wandered in from a TLC production. <laughs> right. A, a different show on TLC. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're like the family who is like you're gonna marry this girl from philippines <laughs> right. they're like she just wants a green card she just wants a paper. <laughs> um <laughs> you're absolutely right um clearly like nick and his mother hate each other it's not yes. just like a one-sided thing it's mutual yes they hate it that's what i always wonder about these shows especially like me coming from a family where I'm not close to anyone in my family. Like, what would I do? <laughs> I'm always right. fascinated by the people like on the bachelor. They're like, uh, you can meet my friends. Cause I'm not close to my family. And people are always like, that's a negative. And I was like, well, that's, that's really unfair. Yeah. Like, you have yeah. to, you shouldn't have to be friends with your family, but on these shows, you're expected to always introduce the family and it can be really awkward sometimes. I think Very. Uh, my, she was not, yeah. she was not here to play. And I, I loved think- it. I think my family would be so 
upset <laughs> if I if I introduce them to a fiance that I met on a reality show. You really are putting your family through a lot of bullshit. Yes. For your attention. <laughs> I mean, listen, my family has been actively campaigning for me to join one of these shows. Like, oh, really? Oh, well, we're happy to be we're happy to be the concerned best friends. Yeah. If you do Please, that. I'm I would love to judge. <laughs> I've been trying to get Allie Siegel on 90 Day Fiance for years. Oh my God. For years. I want her to find somebody. We got to start going to those dating sites, the international dating sites. And hooking up our friends. Yeah. So we can get on 90 Day Fiance. She needs a Florian. (laughs) Well, listen, I know people who know people. So get her a boyfriend and I'll I'll type some emails. Okay. Hell yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I can make that happen. Um, So let's move on to Shane and Natalie. And Shayna, really? Yeah, oh boy. we got to have them all together. So, <sighs> where do we begin? I mean, do we start with Shayna? I guess let's start with Shayna. Shayna, who looks like Marjorie Taylor Greene's little sister, <laughs> <laughs> her hotter younger sister, slightly hotter younger sister. Just, every, I love Shayna her. is what Marjorie thinks she looks like. Yes. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. One hundred percent. I love that everyone off the bat thought that Shayna was going to be this season's Jessica, Mm -hmm. but but Shayna was just this whole other level of just awfulness. Whereas last season, Jessica was like, she was someone who was pining for another guy that she didn't get. And it's kind of the same way that Shayna was pining for Shane. But the difference between Jessica and Shayna is that Shayna was like an actively malicious person. The thing that I, that stood out to me about Shayna uh, initially was she was kind of like the opposite of Shake, where Shake was trying to see who was really hot. I feel like Shayna felt lost without being able to reveal that she was hot. Right. Always wanted to try to let them know that she was. Right. Because you could just tell that that's what she uses to get people. And she was like lost when it didn't, she didn't have that at her disposal, I think. And she really- And she really, instead of just being a grown up and telling um, Kyle that she just wasn't that into him, she was like, well, I told you I'm an insane person who doesn't believe in evolution. And like, instead of just saying like, we're not a good match. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Kyle is indefensible. (laughs) Like of all the guys Shayna could have picked, I would have felt sympathy for, but he was his own worst enemy in this situation. I, I agree. Kyle might be the world's biggest simp. I just, I, I was shocked by I was his so disappointed. simpiness. I, so, I cannot believe that. I really thought after she revealed in the pod that she didn't believe in evolution, that Kyle would be like, oh, all right, well, that's, that's a deal breaker. That's like a fundamental difference of values and, and, yeah. and sort of mm-hmm. ideas about everything. So this is clearly not going to be a harmonious relationship. But no, he is clearly somebody who is so desperate to get married and have like, what's going, let's unpack this, Kyle. What is going on here? That Both of them were to- not leaving without a match, I right. think, because Shayna exactly. also had an ego yes. and was not going to leave. And it was like, she was willing to take the chance because she had to show up Natalie and Shane, that right. she could also right. find someone. Right. I mean, it was pretty obvious that she never was interested in Kyle. Right. Uh, and especially when they met. Um, but yeah, I just, here's an interesting thing. And I don't know if this ever happened on the first season, 
but like obviously Natalie and Shana were both into Shane. I'm Natalie. Yeah. Uh, and they live together outside of the pods. Do people sabotage each other by revealing information in these mm-hmm. like living situations? Cause obviously they found out they were both interested in Shane. Right. Is that something that happened on the first season? Like you would find yes. out these tidbits. Yes. Um, they try to lead you to believe that like in the pods, they also, I feel like first season they did sleep there, but I don't think season two, they did. They really try to make it seem like a clubhouse or something. Yeah. Right. You like hear random gossip about who might be interested in who. Um, so yeah, that's why they were comparing her to Jessica a lot because, um, yeah, they will have scenes where it's like, uh, one guy will talk about like, you know, I'm interested in like Tara. Right. Um, And then like the other guy who's interested in Tara is like looking right over his shoulder. Like, (laughs) like, yeah, well, they kind of had that a bit with Sal and Jarrett too. Yes. Mm -hmm. Um, I thought that was interesting, but yeah. And then Shane and Natalie, like, I don't particularly like dislike either of them. They're not people I would hang out with in real life, but that couple is just so that is not a couple I would ever put together. Exactly, like, no, exactly, I, exactly. I have no idea what that was about. Like, I get why he'd be into her, yes. but why she would ever be into him and all his teeth. Like, it's just like, <laughs> I, I, yeah, Shane, Shane is interesting because immediately off the bat in the first episode, they're telling us who Shane like is in that episode, which is like, he's this douchey dude, bro guy. But then mm-hmm. throughout the season, as it progresses, he reveals himself to be this person who's very emotional and very, and, yeah. some, and somebody who really wants to be in touch with their emotions. He's as needy as Natalie. I'm sorry, uh, mm-hmm. Danielle. Danielle. Yeah, because yeah. he wants yeah. compliments and validation He's constantly. Good, yeah. He has his own insecurities. I just thought it was an interesting pivot to see because like right off the bat I'm like oh this is the dude bro douchey guy who's like very shallow because he had that one moment with Natalie where he got mad at her when he made the mistake about the name and then he was like wow that's pretty uh fucked up of you to be mad like I was like I couldn't believe she ever went back to that guy like I would have been out at that moment right. where he tried right. to like put it on me uh, but yeah, he kind of didn't really have that vibe any other time. Yeah. Which was yeah. Weird. He, it's so funny. Cause I went from hating Shane in the first episode to then liking Shane to then the last moment of the last episode being like, all right, you're fucked up. Like, not that I hated him, but like, you need therapy, dude. I yeah. felt bad for him at the end. Uh, but I agree. Like on, on paper, I hate everything about Shane. <laughs> But I mean, he, he wasn't himself as, bad. as a tool. Yeah, he 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 was not a bad person. Like no. he's a, he seems like a pretty good guy. Yeah, who has issues uh, right. for sure. Right. Um. So yeah, there's like a whole love triangle between Shane, blonde, self-described douchebag Shana, also blonde, would not describe herself as a douchebag, but she should. Mm. Um. <laughs> and then Natalie, who's just like super cute well put together like accomplished seems like she has a good job just like totally like class all the way elegant type of chick and there's like this weird thing where Shane just doesn't there's a moment where Shane doesn't uh realize who he's talking to so he thinks that Shane is on the other side of that wall he's like who am I talking to 
She's like, well, why don't you guess? He's like, Shana? So nice. Like, what are you wearing? Uh, uh, what are you wearing right now? <laughs> and Natalie's horrified. Because Shane has like he code switches yeah between totally between, between Shayna and Natalie because Shayna his relationship with Shayna is is shallow it is yes. it is like a sexting relationship totally but Natalie is someone who he could really fall in love with and who he could have potentially have like a connection with well I feel like a lot of the women were there to be like love is blind I'm gonna connect with this guy just on, 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 on who we are as people. Whereas right. a lot of the guys went into it with uh, the intention of finding out if they were really hot <laughs> like, right. or right. doing that. And I think the women were all really into the experiment yeah. a little bit more at least. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, I, I also, I, here's another red flag about Shana real quick. Anyone who's like Shane and Shana, that's just so cute. It's no. like, no, I would never, I would be like turned off. <laughs> Des and Des. Like, I would not want that. I'd be like, that sucks because I really want to fuck you, but I can't now. <laughs> like, like anyone who thinks that's cute is weird to me. Like, yeah, uh, no, I, <laughs> Shana, I, yeah, uh, I, I, I thought Shane and Natalie's relationship was interesting though, because there were moments where I really thought like, oh, they really could make it work. But I agree with Shane in that she, Natalie has these, like this defense mechanism where she can't let herself be vulnerable. Yeah. And She's I thought real that was, yeah. And I thought that was interesting because like, she was so afraid of being vulnerable with him that she would have to sort of turn everything into a joke. Yes. Or she does that thing that I hate where it's like, everything is like a diss to them yeah. to be funny where it's like, she'd be like, I don't remember specifics of what she said to him, but it's like, when you say to someone like, okay, you're a dumbass." Like, I think yeah, the thing is with that type yeah. of relationship. And I definitely have that thing with people. It's like, you have to know when to turn it off. Like, yes, I, yeah. think, I think people can have that and it can be fun, but when it's not fun and someone keeps doing it, you're like, okay, I'm serious now. Fucking stop. <laughs> like, right, yeah. right. do you know what I mean? Like, <clears throat> especially when Shane kept bringing it up to her attention. Like he, he made it clear that he doesn't communicate that way. Yes. He did tell her, I mean, yes, he so did. To, in his, to his credit. I, um, I also think just the way, like we were talking about how Natalie is like class all the way. And she seems like she's like a very responsible person. I honestly, I appreciate that. I don't relate to it. I personally relate to someone like Shane who spends $2,000 a month on food and, oh, yeah. and doesn't believe in 401k. <laughs> that, that, was, that was his most relatable moment. I so, <laughs> look, it was an insane statement, but I could, if I wanted to easily spend $2,000 a month on food. Look, I'm not oh, even yeah. sure that I have <laughs> <laughs> honestly when i like if you include groceries and stuff like that like when i come think, on when i think about where the majority of my spending money goes to it is food it's food yeah. Yeah, yeah um no i i feel like it definitely was a thing where i didn't i liked both of them pretty much but it was like even though it seemed improbable i was like well maybe it's so weird it'll work like right. i have no idea like right. they yeah. clearly have something that they see in each other uh right. so right. yeah to go back to Natalie's, like, I don't want to call it attitude, but like her just vibe, I guess. Like the whole reason why Shane ended up going with Natalie is because he was like, she has made her intentions very clear about wanting to be with me. And Shana, I guess, was not doing that enough for him right. until it was like too, too late. late. That um, was another thing where I was kind of like, did she not? Because she seemed really into him. 
I mean, I, I guess that was his. Him. Yeah, <laughs> I, I was definitely confused by his statement when he said that. But I was like, I guess there's something I don't know, or I missed. Um, I mean, Natalie did seem clear that that he was her number one. Uh, yes. So maybe Shana just didn't express it like literally with the words. <laughs> right. Yeah. And it came out later that Natalie had been proposed to before, like on the show. Oh, and she said right. no. Um, oh. So I wonder if that factored into it. Cause I guess the guy ended up leaving oh. when she said no. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know why they wouldn't have included that. Like, let's really turn it up a notch. Like, yeah, I would love if it was a, a love quadrangle. Or whatever. Right. Like there was more. We've never seen that where the person have, did that happen in season one where they said no to the marriage proposal? I don't remember. I feel like, like it that. had to have. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I definitely feel like one of my things with this show is I would like more episodes of the pods. Yes. Uh, Cause I feel like you don't get that many. It's like, there's a lot in the middle like the Chicago stuff and meeting the families. And it's like, honestly, I'd rather see more rejected pods or like pods that don't work out. Like I'm interested in that uh, process more. So I could definitely use another episode of pod stuff that we didn't get to see. Yeah. The getting to know you stuff is always really interesting because it is interesting to see the other person's face when they hear something that's like a deal breaker or an iffy thing, like the evolution mm-hmm. thing right. or whatever. Or also it would maybe make more sense why they picked the person they picked if we saw a lot of their rejected dates or people they didn't hit it off with. Yeah. Um, I mean, we right. see a little, but I would like to see more, I think. Yeah, yeah I, I totally agree. Um, so ew, do you guys agree with the ever-growing, ever-popular opinion that perhaps Natalie liked Shane because there was maybe a middle school boy or high school boy in her past that she just can't let go of. I didn't hear that. Yeah, it, it seems oh. like people think that she has like some some bro in her past that just like maybe she wasn't popular enough for, and maybe so she wants like the popular to, like, the popular jock seeming guy. guy. Yeah. Oh yeah. wow! And then she. And okay, here's my conspiracy theory that I, I, that's interesting because I think maybe that is true. And maybe to Natalie, she thought she was going to get the sort of really confident jockey, not as emotionally yeah. uh, evolved or whatever, mature. And, and then she gets Shane, who's like, he wants to listen to Celine Dion and talk about his feelings. Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> I could not believe that. I couldn't look. I liked it. I, <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. I it was such an interesting uh, <laughs> reveal from him. Uh, look, would I date Shane? No. Would I go to a Celine Dion concert with him? Yes. I think oh, that's yeah. a key difference with them, though. Shane is way more playful yes. than Natalie. Yes. And she's kind of like, no, we're getting married. No more Celine Dion. Things are gonna change around here. <laughs> right. And it's like, why? Right. Why can't your husband <laughs> Celine Dion? Who cares? Like that shouldn't, you know, that's not an important detail. Like, right. For as, for as um, out of touch with her emotions as she is. And maybe that, that, that's why, I mean, that's part of it is that she, she can't handle having a goofy husband. I yeah. think. Right. No, she has an idea of what she wants and he's very goofy. Yeah, he is. Yeah. Which actually it's, makes a jock more appealing to me. I agree. But you're right, Kara. If if that's what she was going for, like a sort of alpha male, he definitely isn't that. No, he's uh, not. Despite having sort of the trappings of it. 
yeah yeah and i really like i did find him to be like pretty emotionally intelligent like you're right like yeah. he had boundaries he had no problem telling her like hey maybe don't call me a piece of shit yeah like, right. i don't like that yeah <laughs> so, look i wouldn't like that i'd be like what, yeah. what's going on here like why do you keep saying well that, that only works when you're very secure in a relationship and like do you know what i mean like the sort of poking at each other but if you're not secure in the relationship that just comes off very mean like yeah uh, and and even yeah and, and even within a secure relationship you cannot be in the mood for it or you right. need to be able to tell when the person is upset or not feeling it like she sort of got very defensive when he would call her out on that stuff and he did so always in a very gentle way i felt yeah. it wasn't like hey bitch stop saying that to me like he was very sort of like this is why look and if a guy if a guy was defensive like she was with a woman saying hey can you not call me a bitch as a joke right now we would be mad at them yes the guy yes. and I feel like you know Natalie is wrong when yeah. he asked her not to do it she should not have been defensive and she should have been like I'm so sorry I didn't know you were in the mood for it like right that's what yeah. I know like a person should do in those situations right yeah. um I was shocked at their wedding though Ooh, i was yeah. i was i was shocked that it, it really took a turn it that, really that she didn't say yes and i was oh, are we getting into that yet i i guess <laughs> um, well, we, we will at the at the end but uh, oh, okay we'll, yeah we, we'll we do the wedding i mean it's not a spoiler i just didn't know yeah no <laughs> <laughs> um so gosh um natalie's father is a literal angel oh and yes I love Her, yeah so sweet I, I like they had parents. a same apartment too <laughs> right <laughs> like a nicer version they all lived in the same apartment I did like the meeting with her parents and I thought her mom was really cute like the mom was like obviously you know hesitant at first but they were supportive yeah but hesitant for yeah. sure yeah yeah absolutely um yeah you could definitely tell their dynamic was like dad was the easy one like he yeah. loves her so much and yeah. it's like my baby you can have whatever you want I'm, I'm oh wait the, the mom slapped her hand away with the, the engagement <laughs> you ring. My ring? I forgot about that <laughs> but it was a very like, cute it was par a par parent child relationship I thought yes under the circumstances yeah. yes yeah she didn't seem like afraid of her mother like no 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 no, 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 no. <laughs> it was uh, definitely yeah they seem like good parents yeah um I also like to go back to Shane's like emotional stuff I noticed what when they met his mom he like cut off the conversation to be like uh mom uh I just want to know if you approve of Natalie <laughs> it's like first of all <laughs> don't ask this in front of her secondly like do we have to have this conversation right now like he desperately needed approval in that moment from his mom He's a mama's boy through and through. Yeah. And I, I don't remember what the story with his dad was, but just from what I could gather, it seems like Shane probably spent his life like taking care of his mom the way she took care of him. Yeah. And they seemed very, very close. I liked yeah. his mom a lot. Yeah. yeah. She seemed like a nice lady. Uh, um, do we need to talk about Shane's like, like is Shane zooted? What's happening there? Okay, Shane. Okay, here's the first one of the other first things I noticed about Shane, especially in the first episode when they're in the pods. He could not sit still. Yeah. No. The, the guy could not. And he was also sitting in so many different positions that were, I felt, meant to like accidentally expose his dick and balls. Oh. I just felt like, I mean, I don't think he was doing that on purpose. I just think that it was just 
that adds another layer to his (laughs) I don't think he was doing that on purpose but I it was something I noticed that he was literally all over the place while he was in the pods spreading his legs he would be sitting he'd be sitting upside down sometimes Mm -hmm. like he'd be sitting with one leg over here and the other leg well I remember when he made the mistake with Natalie he was on the floor sitting yeah. real low against the chair legs kind of yeah like with his legs stretched out it was like yeah time for crop top talk <laughs> just like he was getting ready yeah. <laughs> stabbing at the air with a pen once he realized it was natalie like yeah he uh, got in his chair and got more official <laughs> <laughs> um yeah i feel like maybe there's like an undiagnosed adhd situation because he constantly seemed like he was just crawling out of his skin Yes. I mean, even, yeah, like he couldn't stand still. Well, he has that nonstop positive smile too, which is always covering a lot of uh, rage or insecurity or something. Like he's always smiling. Like I, yeah, I mean, he, look, I like Shane. I think Shane is probably a lot of fun to hang out with, but he's also probably a lot after a few hours. Yeah. He probably, yeah, go ahead. Do you think his teeth get fuzzy from all that exposure to the elements? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it was a lot of teeth it was a lot of teeth uh, I mean I've seen I've seen a lot of people compare him to Gary Busey wait and then he was the one who was like well if she has a missing tooth I'm out did he I say was like, that I think he was the one who he said can, that I think he was. I know that's what I was thinking I was like you got spares <laughs> <laughs> Just give, her one. give her three nobody's gonna know yeah I think he said it kind of jokingly like that's my right. one thing if right. they have a, I was like I was like first of all that's very easily fixed. Like, do you know what I mean? A missing yes. tooth is nothing. Yes. Like, that's funny. Oh lord. Um, I, you guys, the moment when they go to Wrigley Field for their bachelor. Oh my party, god. And Shane flips the fuck out because they're all like, this is like the moment of a lifetime. You get act. You can. Uh, you know, I, I don't know. You guys are baseball girls. I yes, know, yeah. Hit, I, the look, ball, hit the ball, hit the ball, right? <laughs> I, I I have been on the field at AT and T Park before. Oh, I was. Is that the for, San Francisco one? The yes. Yeah. Okay. I was actually there for a funeral, but had it not been a funeral, I would have been like Shane, yeah, falling out. Of, just <laughs> oh my god, yeah. So, but yes, I I totally. Like I, I really did enjoy that moment when they got to Wrigley Field and some of the guys were like, whoa, this is so, so cool. We get to be here. Well, I almost feel like any baseball fan would be st- awestruck by Wrigley Field because it's one of the only remaining old school uh, baseball fields. Yes. And yeah. Especially Chicago guys. Oh, uh, yeah. For sure. It's an iconic baseball stadium. Absolutely. I mean, I want to go there. Me I, too. I would love, I would love to see to. a game there. Yeah. Yeah, my sister used to date this rich guy who was like rooftop was like right had a, just like they're right by Wrigley Field. Just Ooh, that's nice. Yeah, that's you know, nice. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> so the point is, the guys get there. They each get their turn to like hit the ball, and let's say you get five turns each. Uh, Sal's there in his dress shoes. He's like. <laughs> Just a wonder kid, <laughs> apparently. And then here comes uh, Bobby Baseball and yeah. Shane. And he just, wh- I mean, is there like a term for when you miss it every time? Is there Whiff- like a- He's whiffing it. Well, yeah. He whiffing. is whiffing okay. it. And he cannot look, maybe it was nerves, but I- <laughs> I would look, am I going to whiff the ball every time? Probably, but I'm not going to be trying that. I'm not going to be trying that hard (laughs) and I'm going, and I'm going to tell everybody up, up front 
that I'm not, I'm, oh yeah, that ball is not coming into contact. The expectations are going to be sinkhole, (laughs) like low. Yeah. (laughs) Right. Like I'm going to show everybody that gif of Mariah Carey, just like barely throwing the ball. That's me. (laughs) I'm going to do the butt wiggle. (laughs) Yeah. For as much as I love watching baseball, I am Mariah Carey throwing out the opening pitch. Yeah, that's me. Oh, totally. I remember once doing that where you throw the baseball and see how fast you throw. Oh, it was like at a clown at County Fair, and I was like so excited, and I did it, and it was like seventeen miles. Per hour. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, "What the hell?" And even kids were getting like forty. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's too funny. Yeah. So Shane proceeds to have a complete meltdown over not being able to hit the ball i mean just rage rage natalie would have vomited (laughs) she's like this is my jock she she should have been able to see that i mean she (laughs) could have changed the course of their whole relationship embarrassing you have to you have to keep that inside until after the cameras stop rolling totally right totally so i felt it's one thing to like suck at baseball or whatever sport you're doing, but it's another thing to be a bad sport about it. Yeah. Yeah. That's always just gross. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. I would have definitely matched his enthusiasm for being there and, and the other guys who were excited about being there, but I, I, I definitely would have let everyone know ahead of time. I suck at this. No. And I would definitely want to try it, but I'd have fun with it. It wouldn't be like a fucking, like any, and like, I wouldn't take any like self-esteem hits from not being able to do it for sure. Definitely not. Like he was like basically doing like spins in that uh, (laughs) post post interview. He's like, I don't want to talk about it. Yeah. And then it's like just no, doing somersaults. Like, it's like God. a five-year-old. Like, it's just like, you need to grow out of that shit. Like when you're a kid. Right. And I wondered like, was that actually the night before the wedding? Because that would explain what happened. <laughs> you know? The timeline uh, on I, the show is so odd. Like, I don't quite know what the t- spacing is on a lot of this stuff. Oh, you know? yeah. To a point about that is everybody's talking about the gold cups. Um, oh, Yeah. That is, that is why they do it for continuity purposes apparently like they do it because you can't see like where the drink level is and they oh. can just like put any scene in wherever they right. need to put it in because it's Diet. all like yeah oh, that's interesting yeah when you're ready to pop the question the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring at blue you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. So let's move on to Jarrett and Ayana. Oh, wow. So this This is is my favorite couple. Yeah, I I think Ayana is definitely my favorite of the women. I think... Jarrett seems like a nice guy, but I do, I just felt so bad for Ayana the whole season because 
she was, I just wondered, like, does she just constantly, is she constantly thinking about how she was Jarrett's number two? She has I, to. I liked, Ayana is my favorite and I like DP as well. Like those yeah. two girls, I like the best. Me too. Uh, and Jarrett honestly might be my favorite guy. Yeah. I, I think unless I'm forgetting someone. No, mm-hmm. he is my favorite. Uh, and I think they're a good couple, but yeah, that is just, well, first of all, especially for Mallory, I'm sorry. <laughs> that, that's right. kind of sting. Like, yes. I'd be like, what? Cause I have a lot of opinions. Like, if about anything, Iyana and Jarrett actually had the love is blind connection. That was very deep and real. Even though I'm always a little still, like when she told about her sexual assault and he was like, well, I got stabbed. I was like, look, Jared, it's not the time to one up. So I know it was sharing, but it was kind of like, okay. Like yeah, they just seemed like they had a deeper connection that was real. Yes. And, and uh, like a fun vibe. Like they totally like they could joke with each other really easily. And, and like very natural like a, from the beginning. Yeah. I felt. I think, uh, yeah. And I think both of them were also physically attracted to each other. Like when they met when for they sure. Met, like yeah. That, it, that didn't seem faked. Also, I think production probably was desperately trying to search for some kind of conflict between the two of them, but it, it just petered out. Like there didn't seem to be any real like dysfunction between them right? in, in the way that like Nick and Danielle were just completely dysfunctional. I think the thing with Iyana is she knew about it. She didn't find out afterwards. She made the decision to go forward with him, right. knowing what happened. Uh, my only, my only thought, and I do feel like they're happy uh, together. Um, I wonder if she sees Jared at the parties and the gold ring stuff, like yeah. after the fact. Like, how is she? Mm-hmm. How is that going to sit with her right. uh, at this point? Here's yeah, a, here's, I, I agree. The, here's the thing that's wrong about this show. I mean, look, there's a lot. <laughs> there's a lot wrong with doing the premise of the show, like the premise of the show and taking this like seriously, but it's like Jarrett in another world, Jarrett and Ayana could meet at a bar or a party or through mutual friends. And everyone would be like, yeah, that makes sense. And they would date and they'd have sort of the traditional trajectory of like dating, moving in together, getting married after a couple of years. And it'd be like, yeah, that's great. But they don't, nobody gets an opportunity to do that. So that moments where uh he initially picked Mallory seems so pronounced when it's like no in real life like maybe he dates Mallory first and then he doesn't vibe with her and then he dates he meets yeah he's pressured into making a decision or a choice between the two women yeah uh right but I don't think I don't think there was any of the same level of dysfunction between the two of them as there was with any of the other no they're by far the only couple that really makes sense, I think. Yeah. And like, I feel like, oh, if I had, if I had to date somebody from the show, it would be either one of them. I also feel like I, I kind of got his connection to Mallory. Like they also had like a fun sort of natural connection. And I was shocked when he so easily picked her Cause I didn't really see, I, I felt like it would have been more of a conflict. Right. Uh, and it seemed like he had that choice made sort of fast. Um, right. Yeah. He could have maybe taken more time. I have no idea if they so have that option. If you were Ayana and you go into the pods and you find out that the guy who was your number one just proposed to somebody. And then he tells you that he wants to propose to you and 
it's definitely not because you just got rejected like he was also thinking about you it just so <laughs> happened that he proposed to somebody else like would you have said yes or would you have been like I can't do this no I honestly don't think I would have said yes because I think my ego would have been so bruised yeah and I also and not just ego but just I would have always been thinking that like but here's a, here's a thing about the show that I th- feel like is something people do. I feel like she did have a connection with him. Yes. That really hurt her. Obviously she walked out. She was like on the ground on her knees, like struggling with what to do. I think by saying yes, she was in her head was probably like, you know what? I want to meet him. Yes. And that's mm-hmm. the only way I can meet him is by saying yeah. yes to his proposal. I don't have to fucking marry him. I don't have to even see him the first week after we go out. You know what I right. mean? Like she could have been thinking that. I just want to meet him and see no. what it is. And that's, well, that's like the big flaw of the show. It's yeah. In any other universe, it would have been fine if he was initially into this other girl before right. he was into you. But I, I think the show incentivizes people saying yes to proposals so uh, in a way. Them. Yeah. And and we'll get to Shayna and Kyle. And that's a classic example, I think, where that happened. Right. Uh, and not that she wanted to meet him, that she just wanted to get engaged. And it didn't really matter to her right. uh, what happens after that. But yeah, I mean, it's definitely hard. I I feel like I like I like Iana so much, and I kind of trust her judgment. Yeah, and I think she must really love him to be able to get over that ego blow. Right. Uh, yeah. That's the only thing sure. I can say. It's like a person who goes back to the man who cheated on them, or like whatever. Like yeah. Uh. So yeah. I mean, I hope it works out. I will yeah. say that I found um Ayana to be like equal parts very mature. And also like kind of immature and childish in a lot of ways, which I agree hundred percent. I thought, which is not a bad thing. It's just like, there was some infantilization happening, I think. Yeah. I think her reaction, her sort of, she has this very black and white view about uh, relationships with your exes. Oh yeah. That was weird. That I think I, maybe it's her age. I mean, she's young, she's 27 years old. So like maybe that's something that she'll sort of mature into her opinions about that. But when she gets older, but I think there's like possibly some insecurity uh, behind that. Maybe she had a bad experience with an ex-boyfriend or an ex-girlfriend that of someone she was dating in the past, like, but just her reaction to seeing Jared's watch collect or watch case that he had, where it was like, Oh, you know, this is a really personal gift. You still have that. I, I, she had like a hard line on not accepting or not keeping gifts from an ex. No, I didn't, I didn't get that. That's just not who I am. I don't care about that kind of stuff. It's like expensive watch is one thing. Like if it was like, Oh, this is the panties. not like a personal thing it was like an expensive gift like you're not gonna just get rid of a watch that's maybe a thousand dollars or whatever that's what I'm saying there has to for me at least there has to be some room for nuance there because every situation is different and I think she has just something happened where she decided she was gonna draw this very hard line about this issue I think also you know she experienced a lot of trauma and that can oftentimes sort of leave you undeveloped relationship wise. So I feel like that's what I'm going to kind of chalk it up to. She's sort of relearning how to trust people and especially men. Uh, But yeah, I agree. She's very mature in a lot of ways. And then she still has this immaturity that I think I'm going to chalk up to her not having a lot of experience with men. Yeah. And it's Uh, not, and I wouldn't even say like, oh, that's a bad thing. No, totally. Character. Like she, she's young. I mean, she's 27 for like, 
it's like everyone has their weird faults or their things that we might not agree with how they go about yeah. doing things. But overall, I would say like Iana is a person that uh, I think anyone would be happy to date and or be friends with. And at the same Super time, cute. if it's something that really hurts her, maybe he should be willing to discuss it with her and be like, hey, what? why is that? Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I feel like it's a conversation to have that right. can maybe make them closer. Right. I felt like he was so caught off guard because he probably doesn't think about that gift oh, as a gift from his girl. Like, no, I mean, that's a very that guy stuff. thing too. Like, yeah. They don't think anything's important. And the girlfriends will often be like, why are you still? Right. <laughs> they're like, what? Right. So yeah, I feel like it's pretty typical. Right. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it definitely was like a moment with her where I was like, oh, that's weird. Yeah. But ultimately, I just feel like I just didn't. I just don't. it was unexpected. Yeah. It's like so you were okay with him picking you second, but the watch is a deal breaker. <laughs> right. Right. Like, Too far. I gotta go. <laughs> um, I guess we should talk about her parents because everybody was like, what's happening there? What what's yes. going on? Um, so we meet her parents and we find out that they're not her biological parents that she oh my god yeah okay <laughs> they took her I in at about this too i was like what do you mean <laughs> oh yeah so oh, they took her god. in at age 18 and ended up adopting her at age 22. okay how does that happen so this is what i found out or what i heard <laughs> apparently I guess she had like not had a stable home life right. and they were her godparents. Oh, I think she was living with her grandmother for like the majority of her life. And I don't know if her grandmother passed her. I don't know. I'm not sure, but they ended up taking her in. And then I guess they adopted her for like insurance, like health insurance purposes. But um, yeah, that's a deal. But it was you know, like, I don't want to be like, of course, adoption is great. Like she has a family and that's beautiful, but it, we can't act like it's unfair to have questions about that. Okay. Because it is, you're probably like, well, well, what does it matter at this point? You're an adult <laughs> like, right? and they can always be your godfather or godparents. I like, did hit the rewind 15 seconds when she was like, <laughs> and they adopted me when I was 22. I was like, wait, what? Me too. Well, because it's like, you know, there's like adult baby things. <laughs> like, what is this? <laughs> it definitely raises an eyebrow. I mean, it's and it's an innocent situation. Yeah, like, well, but it, it, yeah. I mean, that show Adults Adopting Adults. I think right. it, that show came and I think it got canceled like after the second episode. Uh -huh. Somebody I don't remember, I didn't read the full story, but someone on the show did something terrible. Yeah. I I heard like it's risky like, to adopt an adult. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, I heard one of the guys was like pretty open about the fact that he was like sex trafficking this woman. Oh my God. Um, so oh my God. I think he was the issue, but apparently I never saw it, but apparently other uh cast members on the show were a lot more innocent than that right. one man. Yeah. Right. Right. Like, uh, didn't you know that? Because I remember in the previews a guy being like, I want to have sex with this woman. Okay. Who I'm gonna, like, oh, yeah, that's that. you can't you can't do that. Yeah. No, I mean no. I can see it definitely legal reasons too as far as inheritance goes. Like right. you wouldn't have to pay taxes up to a certain point if it's like your legal child. Uh so there's things definitely legal things, but it's unusual. I yeah. mean, yeah. It, it doesn't happen a lot. Yeah. I also thought like Jarrett didn't tell his parents about any of this no so he rolls up to oh. their backyard and is like hey cameras you guys ready because i'm engaged 
He did not tell them anything. But luckily his dad is a preacher and was like ready to (laughs) go for on camera. Like he was there for it. Yeah. They they weren't opposed to him settling down and getting married, but that was funny how he did spring it on everybody. No, because they're like at a backyard barbecue or something. (laughs) Weren't they just like in their backyard? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Um, I, I was getting so nervous when his dad was like, I've been waiting my entire life as a pastor to officiate your wedding. I've turned down other people. And now here we are. My first stupid, <laughs> stupid fucking show. Wait, <laughs> I was laughing so hard. Like, I'm not going to comment on the wedding so much, but I love that he had to still do the love is blind thing. Oh <laughs> like, you know, how they all have to say that is love truly blind. Right. I was right. like, that's not what he had in his mind. No. His whole life for his first son. No. <laughs> Will you accept oh this God. rose? <laughs> <laughs> um, do we have much? I mean, they're really, they're only like drama, if you will, was like the Mallory aspect. And then like the fact that Jared's social and they were like, oh, you know, you just can't be out there kicking it every night until 3 a.m. Oh, yeah. yeah I, feel um, like, I feel like that was the storyline production thought was going to happen yeah. with them. I don't even think it, she cared that much. No, I don't think she cared that much. And I don't think he cared that much. No. Like, I think he was no. like, yeah, I'm not going to go out as much. Like, right. <laughs> do you know yeah. what I mean? It just is I get a it. drama that never happened. No, no. Yeah. But it's like, you know, while we got these cameras and these free drinks going, yeah. I'm going to get my friends and we're going to party. Like take yeah, advantage, right. sir. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah um, I, I don't have too much more to talk about them because I no. didn't think either of them were like awful people I didn't think they were like terrible for each other I thought it was like a pretty good match and I think you're right it's the Mallory aspect made it more interesting yeah so we yeah. should probably go into that Let's one pivot <laughs> oh, but we should, I do want to give a shout out to the fact that Ayana was not having sex with Jarrett before their wedding but was oh, yeah. fully okay with him like being having his dong out and taking a shower with him like I love that yeah she's like i'll i'll take a look yeah <laughs> i'll take a I look thank you <laughs> <laughs> the goods. So, yeah go ahead oh no no let's should we move to mallory oh, yeah. and sal yeah let's sal move and on sal. to sal and mal salary if you will um oh, okay i'm just gonna say this you guys I, I okay you guys can come for me if you want at um hollywood crime scene at gmail.com you can write them <laughs> i'm um, already like nope i agree <laughs> <laughs> i think mallory is so fake i think she is such a fraud i think she is like i don't know if it's even intentional i feel like she doesn't know herself and uh-huh. i 100%. 100%. feel like she like was trying to give us this like nog champa woo woo kind of vibe but i i think there's like a very basic bitch inside of mallory mm. who is like longing to be out of here like i don't think what we're getting from mallory is actually her yeah is, uh, yeah i i 100 agree so you can come for me too i did not vibe with nat with mallory i felt she was sort of like putting on a front for the cameras yeah. or for other people or to right. make herself seem like I'm a quirky girl. And- well, it's also like, I mean, we both like sports, but she's like a sports girl. Like yeah. she kept mm-hmm. talking about that. And that can oftentimes, not all the time, but it can be a type of girl who tries to kind of make guys like her for sure. Like, yeah. I like, feel like she, had, drama. she had that vibe to me a bit. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. 
and just the idea that she's like, I have to like go for something I don't typically go for. I don't agree with that. I don't either. I like, don't agree. That not was, necessarily like, well, to me, that was Mallory justifying the fact that she wasn't into Sal. Yes. Right. Yeah. <clears throat> that was her justifying to herself that she was not attracted to him. Right. And but are you, why do you think she said no to Jarrett? I don't know. I, it doesn't make sense because he does seem like a dude that she's dated before a yeah. few times over and um and he's nice yeah, and cool like he's yeah. Nice. yeah i i don't know because like you said she was like falling out after she rejected him <laughs> so I, I don't know i think it's it's one of the weirdest weirdest choices to me i think she was just kept looking for some i think she was unsure about the process maybe like just the experiment in general and she just kept looking for like a greater confirmation of like this is and then she just and she said no but then she just ended up with Sal well I mean I think Kara's right too like she doesn't know who she is yeah. so you're constantly indecisive and you're more worried about doing the right or wrong thing than yes. doing what you want right because you, mm -hmm. you don't have that confidence in your decisions and I didn't think she's like a bad person or anything no. or like she's I just didn't I don't know I didn't really relate to her a lot I didn't Me relate either. to her and I did feel satisfied um when with the ending yeah. <laughs> <I'm sorry. laughs> I feel like she needs to learn <laughs> yeah maybe and I don't like, even like Sal like I hate Sal I'm sorry I hate Sal like he really he seems like me. whatever but like when he broke out his guitars like I would have rejected him the minute he did that like yeah no, that does no, not yeah that's yeah. a that's like um violent and a, a violent act like for someone to sing for me and I have to sit there and pretend that I'm enjoying it especially if it's a song they wrote yeah like that's Ugh. like very disrespectful <laughs> to me I think right I have to be phony for three minutes yeah like, right. oh, wow that's so great yeah he's like you're yeah. hard like the <laughs> it's just so I don't like that at all but she she liked it I guess I maybe because he's first saying to her in the pod that's so right maybe she mm -hmm. felt like well I have to say yes now I have to this is the this is the romantic the big romantic gesture yes and it's like oh this is like a rom-com or like I'm supposed to like this guy right I'm uh, supposed to like him yeah yeah he really had the energy of like a Trader Joe's assistant manager who takes his job <laughs> like way too seriously Yes. I mean, the shirts weren't helping. Like the tropical yes. theme button up shirts weren't helping. Dude, <laughs> He's I... like Trader Giotto's. <laughs> so, he was just too earnest. He was too earnest, yeah. but it was also insincere to me. Yes, like it was a paradox. Like they were just both insincere and weird <laughs> to me. And like they also had an incredible reaction when they met. Like, yes, it was just I like, want to get into that. That yeah. was such a standout moment for me she did not think he was hot it no. was so obvious she was not her type and she gave him the like save room for jesus hug yep it was yeah. like oh oh i'm just gonna tap you on the back like oh. so nice to see you those moments were the most revealing moments for me and you just right. kind of knew right away what was gonna happen between them right mm -hmm. uh he was kind of the guy like he seemed like a little more attractive until he smiled. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> Spoke, sang. He yeah. just kind of like, there was something about him that was almost attractive, but not quite. I can't quite yeah. put my finger on it, but maybe it's just his personality. Like he's just so like, corny. I can't, yeah, he's yeah, corny, he's cringe. Corny. And like, there's nothing really interesting there to me. 
Uh, and I think she felt it. And when she saw him and she's like, oh, it's like, I'm not even going to get some good dick out of this. Like, right. He's not even super hot. Like, right. Um, and he knew it too. Oh my God. He I mean, like, I will give awful. him credit for that. Like he was pretty aware that she was not into him, yeah. which got, it has to suck. Like, oh yeah. Cause they definitely dragged it out right. when he kind of knew that from definitely. the get go. That's my yeah, nightmare. If- That's my nightmare <clears throat> yeah. about this show is like, you reveal yourself and you immediately know that that person is just not down to fuck you. Yeah. yeah. I mean, and it's interesting because this show is called love is blind, but it's like, you know what? There is something to be said for that attraction physically. Yes. It doesn't have to mean mm-hmm. that they're the stereotype of beauty or handsomeness, but like you have to have some kind of thing. Right. And it, you know, it does, it, you could just tell with Sal and Mallory that it wasn't there. Like, there was no chemistry. There was no chemistry. Yeah. Because like season one, the golden couple are Lauren and Cameron. Yes. Like you know that they saw each other and were like, fuck yes. <laughs> like, like I love this. Like they're both so hot. Like I'm sure right. they, they definitely got along, but they were like, you could just tell that they were like, Oh, thank God, you're yes. also extremely hot. They yeah. hit the jackpot with each other. They really did. They're just yeah. Ugh. Wait, which couple? Lauren and Cameron last oh, season. Okay. They're season one. Um like, yeah, they were the golden couple. But. The moment where this would have turned into a true crime documentary was when she met him at the bridge and he did let my fiance is hot like Beyonce. I would have, oh, I would have pushed God. him. I would, I would. <laughs> the rage. Yeah. Yeah. No. no and she had the nerve you. to cry. She had the nerve to cry. She was a, an emotional wreck. I, I feel like Mallory, like she always seemed kind of like unsure throughout the whole rest of the show. Right. I mean, yeah. Yeah. She, she definitely, you know what it felt like to me? It felt like if you were Mallory's friend watching this, you'd be like, Oh, here's another weird thing. Mallory's doing. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> She's going on love is blind now. She yeah. was kind of vague about her like family situation because right. a lot of them didn't go to the wedding. A lot of them didn't seem like really into this. It something's going on there. Yeah, something's definitely going I'm on. I'm looking yeah. at Lauren and Cameron. They are hot. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> her 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 dad wasn't there like at the end. Like she just I don't think a lot of people in her life are on board with this. No. Well, she mostly had her two little friends, right? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and Sal's family also. And then he had his, was that his like roommate who sang with him or yeah, something? I think mm-hmm. that, yeah, it was his roommate. And- it's like, what do they practice? <laughs> <laughs> First of all, it wasn't even a guitar. It was a ukulele. Yeah. That's a bad sign. So he carries that thing everywhere. Everywhere. Too much singing. Yeah. <laughs> so much. Like way really too much. Me out of the room. I don't have time for this. Um, the weird thing that happened with them was that situation with his girlfriend like oh yeah his ex-girlfriend coming why, to the sister's house why again this is another example of so many fights where we should have seen the fight happen yeah and we didn't get that that was the first time i i was interested in sal okay. <laughs> i was like what's this <laughs> he was being so weird about it like he was yeah. like oh we were just friends but why does she know where your sisters live right that's close yeah there was something off about it I don't know what the story was I wanted more information I wanted to know who this woman coming to your sister's house in the middle of the night what that was all about I wanted to I why wasn't why weren't the cameras there yeah 
That is where Married at First Sight has them beat is that they set up cameras like yes. hidden, not hidden cameras, but like, you know, ceiling cameras, corner cameras. And oh, yeah. so, you know, if fights happen, which they often do. You get to see that grainy footage of them, mm-hmm. you know, calling each other bitches. And it's yeah, really from, great. from above. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The bird's eye view of but the you, fight. You get more context and you get to see like, oh, she started that fight. He started that yeah, fight. Yeah, I feel like they don't let us know how fights start sometimes. Like I always feel like a little confused as to why they're happening right. and how it got to that level. Right. Like, we don't yeah. see the buildup usually. No. Um, yeah. But yeah, that was definitely weird. I completely forgot about that. Very, very strange. Um, do we want to just like briefly talk about Shayna and Kyle? Yeah. Yeah. Let's briefly talk about them specifically should we talk about the families definitely talk about the families i want to talk about the moment where Shayna realizes that kyle proposed with his grandmother's ring and she was like oh fuck oh yes (laughs) (laughs) i i am just so i really 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 thought that kyle was gonna cut his losses and say well i guess i didn't find a fiance yeah. As right. soon as he had that conversation with Shayna, I thought, surely this is a deal breaker for him, right? No, he takes it to like a whole new level and he brings his grandmother's engagement. That grandma is spinning in her grave. <laughs> spinning. Here's the thing with Kyle. I, I've i never gone faster <laughs> from liking someone pretty much to not liking them. Right. And the minute he still stuck with her after that reveal, I was just like, okay. Like, come on. Like there's certain things, there's no reason you have to stick with her. This isn't like your love of 20 years who all of a sudden changes her political opinion on something. And you're like, shit, what do I do? Right. You have no connection to this woman. You don't owe her jack shit. Like he just wanted to get married and she just wanted to not leave empty handed after getting dumped. Like, right. That's Mm -hmm. literally it. They had nothing in common. Uh, they also had a great reveal. (laughs) Um, yeah, she was not pleased. Oh gosh. I, the parents. Yeah. When they saw each other, not good. It was up there with Mallory and Sal. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. Ooh. Um, and he was just like, so thrilled. Yeah. He he was happy. He's like, yeah, fuck. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) My anti-science hottie. My anti-science, my little, my own little Tommy Lauren. (laughs) (laughs) truly truly like yeah people went through their social media and like you know she follows Ivanka Mm -hmm. um yeah and he's like just the family meeting with the the person's like what's your relationship with Jesus Christ like I'm out the minute someone asked me that question (laughs) the the brother who by the way where was that brother on January 6th? Where were all of them on January 6th? Where were all of them? I would like to know. That brother, he goes, are you a godly man? Oh, right, right, right. the most accusatory, terrifying tone I've ever heard someone ask that question. And and Kyle says, I I don't know what that means. The the way Kyle hemmed and hawed, it's like, just fucking say you don't believe in God. Like, I don't know at this point, like, what are you fucking doing? Like, and it's like, I would take great pleasure in putting those people in their place in that moment. No, I'm not. You fucking freak. Like, yeah, go to hell. (laughs) I wanted to know more about the mom, Shayna's mom. She looked like Mm -hmm. she has been pumped full of Juvederm within an inch of her life. (laughs) She was like surprisingly nice to Kyle though. Yes, I have to she, say like, she was the one person she was nicer to Kyle than Shayna. Oh, was. totally. But she knew her daughter and right. like, she was like, this is not, I like Kyle, but 
this is not a match for Shayna. I mean, Kyle was going through an interrogation with that family. Like what, what was the other comment? One of the brothers said about like, do you like to do American stuff? Yeah, yeah, it was like, just, what like do you love being an American or something? Like, <laughs> it's like, what is this like a fucking like poll on Gab or something? <laughs> like, it's just are you like, cute, bro? Yeah, it was just like, what is this like, yeah, like the Trump dating site or something? Like, these are the questions you have to answer to, to get a profile. It like, was so embarrassing. It's very weird. Uh, but the weird, th- but weird, weirder than them asking is him just not saying, no, I don't, I don't. Like, he do you know what I mean? Like he just let himself get cucked by that entire family <laughs> for no reason, for no, fucking for reason. no reason. Yeah. Oh so like, God. yeah, it honestly, it's like, I already know people like Shayna's family exist and are terrible, but to have to see Kyle just sit there and take it and not be like, you guys are a bunch of fucking freaks. <laughs> yeah. And this was after she left him. Yeah, oh, right. right. She I left him in Mexico. Right. Like, and then I'm they met up on the, the fucking water side. <laughs> she's like, okay, let's keep going. Why? I, I have no fucking idea. Tonight. Yeah. Because she'll sleep alone tonight in Chicago. Bye. I mean, this she's guy... like, I just need to get to that barbecue with all the other cast members. <laughs> like, that was her goal. Right. She just wanted so to be invited to that and get there and fuck up with Shane and Natalie. She was absolutely diabolical, and he should have fucking had more self respect. Absolutely. Yeah, we got to talk about that Shane and Natalie moment at the beach. It was so unhinged. Oh my God. The hat, the oh, squinting. Yeah. When she walked in the room, it was like a toxic waste. (laughs) Like the vibe just went so fucking dark immediately. And she had the energy of like, hey, (laughs) like just the energy was like she had one goal in mind to cause distraction. And she showed up as if she was just like, whatever, fucking you know, Indiana Jones, Barbie or whatever she was like dressed as (laughs) with her hat hat and her khaki clothes and like, whatever she, yeah, she, we find out that she called Natalie like the day before and basically said, Hey, I have a guy I would love to hook you up with if things don't work out with Shane. And Natalie immediately saw through that. Also, she hadn't even seen Shane at this point, Shana but she's right. still riding so hard for him. Oh, yeah, <laughs> like she hadn't seen him. Cause that was where they first saw each other. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, I no, have to give props in Mexico. Oh, there was a Mexico reunion. She, but he, she was gone already. Oh, you're right. Um, you're right. here's the thing. I will give props to Shane. He, he like stood up for Natalie and yes. called Shana out on yes. her bullshit during their conversation. Yeah. Uh, Shana sure. was just trying so hard to trick him. Yep. She was like, why would Natalie tell you that? Like that was right. just oh, a yeah. thing. That I, like why wouldn't she tell him that? Like that's, her devious exactly side was sad. Was yeah, she's she's not even a good schemer. Like no, she's, she's just terrible. Because her her like her tactic is to just deny even the most obvious facts. Like. Right. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Which is definitely in line with her whole family. <laughs> Just yeah. deny the obvious facts. <laughs> yeah, she's yeah, she tried awful. everything. And then uh, finally she was just like, well, I don't think you guys are a match. Like, what are you guys doing? This is stupid. And it's like, oh yeah, she went all out. Yeah. yeah. I like that her defense though was like, it's so stupid. <laughs> <laughs> like, there was no reasoning it. at all. <laughs> she's really a nightmare. Um, yeah, the fact that like, 
you guys know that like behaving like that I don't mean you guys the audience yeah. know that behaving like that isn't going to help your cause it's not no. going to make anybody more attracted to you no yeah that's sort of my ultimate thing in these shows I was like people are seeing you <laughs> like I would never let anyone know I was hurt I would never let anyone know I was bitter like do you know what I mean like at that mm. point and Come also on. this was the scene where Nick we got to see, <laughs> we got oh, to see he was Nick's, living we got to see Nick's he was living for this because like he, he's not on Shayna's side but he was enjoying the fuck out of hearing what she had to say he was like oh really what else what else oh happened? yeah no Nick is a little <laughs> scheming like gossip hound like no I respect the hell out of Nick's gossip game <laughs> I will give him credit for that because he's like yeah I started stirring this shit up in Mexico and I am back here to keep going like absolutely <laughs> that he's smart like I would have latched onto Shana right away too like for sure <laughs> <laughs> give me the juice <laughs> where's Kyle <laughs> oh my god it's so funny um so yeah I mean they're you can't even call Shane and Kyle's relationship a relationship really no no just just disaster what I don't know what he was thinking I don't even I remember where it ended <laughs> Honestly, I don't. I feel like the beach was their last. Yeah, scene. it was like it just it just fizzled out. Like, yeah. uh huh. Um, mm. Oh my god. All right, let's end on shaking deep deep. Ooh, uh, the levels. Wow. So we're like introduced to them and their. I think it's fair to say internal racism about their <laughs> own community. Um, they both admit that they have never dated inside their race and have only dated white people um shake is a monster from the beginning mm. you see many a clip of him being like uh so if, if we were at a concert could i lift you um like what he's trying to skirt the rules of the game and find yeah. out what people look like but not even in a subtle way no. <laughs> not even in a subtle way he just wants to know and he's like blatantly asking like uh are you a fatty yeah i mean can you imagine anyone asking that question under normal circumstances like can can i I put you on your my shoulders at a concert i mean no absolutely not the ultimate douchebag like (laughs) there there's so many levels just uh Oh, I like how many women kind of rejected him initially. They're like, what? Yeah. Like, I remember Ayana especially mm-hmm. had a reaction. To I him. love yep. Ayana's yeah. reaction to him. And she's <laughs> like, I'm super tiny too, but fuck you. <laughs> like, right. right. Um, <laughs> um, do you think that his favorite song to DJ is like a G6? Do you guys know that song? That's, that's <laughs> his theme song. How, when, when like a G6 came out, he came in his pants and he's like, this is... This song was written about me for me. Third eye opened. Yeah. He's never been the same. He still plays it at the club and everyone's like rolls their eyes. They're like, oh my God. How are you a veterinarian and a DJ? Like imagine finding out your vet was a DJ. (laughs) It's just like, ah, can we not? Like like, it's how many drugs are you stealing from the the, the backstory? Like how much MDMA are you like just knowing? Just his whole vibe, just right off the bat, just from him, like being a DJ and wanting to know about like, like if you're skinny enough to go to a festival with him, I just know that his lifestyle is like not compatible with mine at all. No. Right. And I will say maybe I'm an idiot. Uh, I did think he had 
I did believe his turnaround with deep tea initially. I did too. Initially. I, I did. did I did think like, wow, the biggest asshole at the start of the show actually did find a connection, but then obviously really that very him. quickly changed when he called, when he was unattracted to her yes. during the yeah. reveal. Uh, yeah, it's, it's insane because right. she's very attractive yeah. and cool. Right. Um, very cool. So yeah, then I realized I was like, oh, he's still a piece of shit. Like, right. And I, I hope she runs like, right. I was worried about her. I was too. I, I, I didn't want her to end up with him. No, because she's like an angel and she just seems very sweet and she could be in a relationship with somebody who is actually physically attracted to her and wants and cares about her. No. And he's like public. He's not like having these doubts privately. He's telling everybody it, on camera. Humiliating. It's very humiliating. It's hum I mean, think about how she felt watching that back, hearing this guy that you're supposedly in love with, you are going to get married to. And they're talking about how it's like fucking your aunt. Well, yeah. if you love someone, you would not do that to them. Right. So, I mean, exactly. it's just, you, you just can't and like, it's, it's not, it's like, okay, it's <clears throat> fine if you're not attracted to her, but don't go telling everyone how you think she's not attractive. Yeah. Right. And it's like, and I, I definitely believe you can become attracted to someone you weren't initially attracted to. Uh, mm -hmm. so that was a possibility for him. But once he said it out loud on camera, <laughs> It's just like, I don't want her to deal with that. Like, no. Yeah. Like yeah. at least with Jared, even though Ayana was his second choice, he never besmirched her looks or personality. Do you know what I mean? Like, right. and mm -hmm. he definitely did. And I just, I just found it really gross. Yeah. Yeah. He really ran to like everybody who would listen to tell everybody that he didn't want to fuck and like shout out to his mom mm. for reading him for filth and being like, you know what? She deserves a lot more. She yep. deserves yeah. everything and not even a half a percent less. If you can't give it to her, like yeah. get out of here. You know, you're that. fucked up. If your mom reads you for, Dude, <laughs> she, she pwned him so hard yeah, in that moment. Her. And just, <laughs> I, I was really glad with the end result. I was very happy. Me too. Me too. Um, but yeah. What else should we gross. talk about? Yeah. I mean, he just keeps it's so weird because when they went on their, I would keep wanting to call it honeymoons. When they went to Mexico, they were like making out. Right. She's also, so yeah. I mean, I think when he first said that he found her unattractive, I was a little shocked because yeah. when he um, met her, his reaction was pretty positive. He was like grabbing her ass and like, yeah. Uh, it wasn't one of the ones where I was like, Ooh, they're unattracted to each other. No, he literally grabbed her ass. Yeah. So when he first said that, I was like, really? Like, I feel like he was forcing himself in the beginning yeah. to be attracted to her. And then he just mm -hmm. wouldn't keep couldn't it do up. It. He couldn't do it. He couldn't do it for that long. No, he was like, I should have picked Shane. Like Shane is probably like what he thinks his type is. Yeah. Oh, it definitely yeah. is. Cause didn't he say that when he moved to India, he saw a blonde or America from India, he saw a blonde girl for the first time. And he's like, I can't quit him. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, That's what he said. He mostly dated blondes. Right. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. I, it just, that was a disappointment. Uh, yeah. I think. I think he I also, more, yeah. Sorry. Ahead. Oh, I oh he also said, <laughs> go ahead. sorry, you go ahead. Um, I was going to say, he also said the worst thing I've ever heard in my life, which is I want to fuck you emotionally before I actually fuck you. Before oh, yeah. I found out that you're good in bed, I want to find out that you're good at head. Ew. That is Shut disgusting. Up. I would run. I'm, I'm so upset thinking of sucking his dick. <laughs> <laughs> he is so 
Ugh. He's just an Never unserious person. Yeah. He is, he like wants to go to Ladue or like whatever back in the, like he's still in the early 2000s to me, like living this party, like Coachella. Do you know what I mean? Like he has oh, that yeah. party vibe, which I just don't like. He's not even early 2000s. He's LMFAO era party vibe. He's like, <laughs> he's early 2010 which is why he still listens to like a G6. Yeah, he's, <laughs> he's and he like has shutter shades somewhere. He's just Definitely. so I just hate that type he's, of guy. Look, he's he's like I said before, this is someone who's I'm would be very incompatible with. Yeah, same. The worst, the actual worst. Um when he went on that that like massage date before their wedding, oh god. Basically sat deep down to tell her that like he really loves it. Like, I love you so much. I just don't want to fuck you. Like I would have stabbed him. Mm. 100%. <laughs> that would have been the end of it. I How do you recover? No. How? You can't. I don't know. And, and again, this is not people <clears throat> who have been married for 60 years yeah. and you know, whatever, I, my- this is like, you just met them. You should be fucking all the time. I think my only, like the only way I can deal with that scene is thinking that that was the moment she's like, I'm going to destroy him publicly yes. <laughs> at the wedding. God bless. <laughs> like oh, maybe Lord. that was where her evil plan started. Like I'm, I'm chomping at the bit to talk about their wedding. Ugh. Yeah. Let's, let's talk about the weddings right now. Um, I guess we'll start with Nick and Danielle because they were the first ones. Yes. Um, the sweat. Look, I know it was probably, <laughs> I know it was probably really hot where they were filming that day, but just the visual, getting that visual of him sweating bullets. It was too sweaty. It was so, <laughs> it was too much. It was just so perfect. Cause it's like, even though it's probably hot, he probably would have been sweating bullets regardless. Just knowing right. that Danielle was right. walking down the aisle. And he has his like homemade natural deodorant on probably. Yeah. <laughs> so it's oh, like God. even worse than normal. Yeah. <laughs> He had a pool of sweat, like a sweat stain, not right by his penis, but like closer to his leg. And I'm like, I don't even know how that happens. How, how does do it you happen? It's definitely leaking down from up top and probably turned the curve, <laughs> puddled it or something. I honestly don't think I've ever seen someone sweatier, like no. just from doing nothing, but standing yeah. there. Do you know what I mean? Like, because she, so she wasn't sweating at all. If I walked down the aisle and saw that at the end. <laughs> I feel like, okay, turn around, plan, change of plans. <laughs> That's disturbing. Like what's going on there? I was shocked that they both said I do, but I guess, I mean, I wasn't shocked that she did. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues 
your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. But I was well, I was shocked because she starts off by saying that the night before he told them, he told her that it's best for them both to say no. Right. But then they both say yes. I I guess it's just reflective of how both of them are so needy in their own ways. I mean, part of my problem with these type of shows, I start immediately taking whatever hints they give us as being the opposite of what's really going to happen, like yeah. deflections or whatever. Uh, I was not surprised that those two uh, said yes, because who else would take them? <laughs> like They have to know that they're like the only one who wants them right now in their current position. I think both of them thrive on having relationships that are constantly like at odds, like they're constantly oh, yeah. fighting. He loves the drama. They both we know he is a dramatic messy bitch. And I, I feel like he likes the drama of it. Yeah. Even though these fights seem annoying to me, I would never want that. Right. I think he likes it. Yeah. Uh, I do not think they will last. No. But I was not surprised they said yes. Right. And I feel like they'll be uh, done sooner rather than later. Right. Yeah. Um. So let's move to Shane and Natalie. So we sort of like a dun 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 moment before their wedding where Natalie reveals that the night before Shane she and Shane had a big fight we didn't really find out the details until later but Natalie says that like before that fight she was 100% willing to say yes like was ready thought that that was her man what have you and then they get to the altar and she says no yep I was shocked that one shocked me. Yeah. Uh, for sure. Yeah. I was really shocked by this. And Shane was just, I felt bad for him. I felt really bad for I, him until that moment. I didn't realize how much he loved Natalie. Yes. And I don't know if it was just the idea of marriage, maybe I think, or being I, rejected. I think he cared for Natalie and probably loved her and to, his... to a degree, but I think that it was the idea for him that he found someone who was going to love him yeah. and be with yeah. him. And he was going to have this relationship. And I think that was the most crushing thing. No, he seemed the most devastated to me. Yes. Uh, of all the and rejected. I did, I did feel bad for him. I do think it was for the best. Me because too. Because clearly they had some things they need to work work out. And I do think Natalie is like, let, loves him in a way or likes him or wants to. Uh, I can see them being friends possibly. They, yeah. they should at least date. Yeah. So what did what you happened. feel when he was like, well, what I said to you last night, I still believe. And she was like, when you said that I was the worst person in the world and that you hated me, was that, that what you mean? That was the record scratch. That was the yeah. record scratch moment for me because up until that point, I had been totally on Shane's side. And then mm -hmm. all of a sudden to have this reveal that he said this wildly immature awful thing to somebody uh the night before your wedding i was like wow and but we I, don't know what she said to him because she's know. she's really mean to him she and is, maybe he yeah. was drinking and was just like you're well, just she, awful like right. she did say something about his drinking yeah and i right. think that's what set him off yeah and, i think he was a little drunk she probably did another poke and he went to an extreme yeah. level yeah 
Uh, I I think he came home from Rewe Field and told her that he missed all the balls, and she called him like a little bitch. And you know, <laughs> things yeah. happened. You know, I mean, I think his re- his his words are hurtful, and yes. he shouldn't have gone that far. No. But I don't feel I feel like it is an escalation, and he was drinking. Yeah, and I don't I feel like he definitely has some suppressed rage, probably yeah. that comes yeah. out when he's drunk. That's why go to therapy. Totally. He needs therapy. He needs therapy really bad because there is a good person in there. He's not a bad person. Guys would rather go on love is blind. (laughs) (laughs) Do you guys have a better help code for for Shane that you want to give him? (laughs) Oh my God. Yeah. Right. He's just, he's, he seems like someone who could be a chronic dating show contestant. Yes. Like, and you know, always the next, yeah. always somebody who's like, this is it. This yeah. is the love this of my life. This is the life. love of my life for the <laughs> fifth time. He's probably brought home so many loves of his life to his mother. Oh, right? definitely. That's why it's extra funny that he rejected Shana. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Um, yeah. Um, I, so- I, yeah. Let's go to Sal and Mallory because this was like another shocking reveal. When- this was shocking, yeah. Yes, this was. This I was. thought it would be reverse. Yes, me too. Yeah. I really thought it would be reverse. It was satisfying. Definitely. To, to see him grow some balls and realize this woman is clearly not that into me. Yeah. And- yeah, but I feel like that wasn't the reason he gave. Like it was just really vague. Yeah, that's true. That is true. He He also was like, it was very wishy-washy like he didn't want to yeah because he still left the door open for her for dating for dating yeah yeah there's no way she's gonna date him no no she's like no i'm done right she was so easy breezy about it and like they made her do that scene where she was like well maybe we can start dating and he was like "Mm," you know but she she already was like calling her girls like ladies it's brunch yeah right let's go i'm done we just finished shooting Yeah, I'm, and it's I'm like, just gonna have to walk around the entire compound in this wedding dress, but after yeah. that, I'll be fine. Oh God! I, just, I know they did cut to her two girlfriends in the in the audience. <laughs> I was like, girls. <laughs> uh, I I hate that they even when the guys said no, they made the woman walk away from the altar. Like, why did Valerie oh, have to walk away? Interesting. Yeah, and then yeah. Sal had to do that whole speech to her family. Oh about- right. Oh God. Yeah. He wanted to smooth things over and be like, she's a really wonderful girl. Uh, is he the only one who did a speech after the fact of a rejection? Yeah. Yeah, I was like, why is he doing this? No one wants to hear from you. (laughs) I mean, that was just such a Sal moment. I'm surprised he didn't break out the ukulele and sing like, well, it didn't work out, but we had a good time. He had two songs depending on what the outcomes were. (laughs) This is the end of salary. Um, yeah he's she starts crying about like how she keeps putting herself out there and getting hurt girl you're not hurt bye yeah. she's not no, no she's fine she'll be not fine. at all um let's move to um jared and ayana because they were kind of like a non-factor i mean it yeah. was very obvious that they were both gonna say yes because they got the most like romantic let's see his reaction as she walks down the aisle let's see oh, the- and there was zero even fake 
and no zero attempts to make any drama because there just wasn't right. any. I also felt right. aesthetically their wedding looked the most like a real wedding to me. Mm-hmm. Yes. Like comparative because I mean, like all these weddings that they have on Love is Blind, there it's always like the exact same person picked out the flowers and like it's just like very generic. Right. But yeah. I felt like theirs compare. I mean, it still was generic looking, but it looked it had more of their personality. It felt like it yeah. felt the most like a real wedding. Yeah, maybe. But it, maybe it was because they really were excited. I, I think yeah. so. And the dad was there. Like- yeah, I I feel like their parents seemed happy too, mm-hmm. uh, which was sort of unusual. Like they were the only parents who seemed like into them being happy, or like the step or the adopted dad was like he better. Like, yeah. <laughs> like in the right. audience, right? Right. Like, so yeah. I feel like they were invested in the relationship, which was a good sign. Yeah. Yeah. So happy for them. Next, um, moving to Shake and Deep Tea. This was this truly was, unhinged. This was so unhinged. I felt so <laughs> uncomfortable. Shake uttered <laughs> one of the most repugnant lines I've ever <laughs> heard uttered on a reality show before. And that is... I have reservations at Nobu on Sunday, so things are going to be good. Oh, I mean, this Lord. goes back to his mid 2000s, whatever lifestyle, right. like Nobu. <laughs> right. Nobody, nobody oh. gives a fuck that you got reservations at Nobu. Also, so did he say something don't... like, he's like, it's fine. We, we gotta, we're going to party tonight and all day because I don't have to work till Monday. Yeah, like, yeah it's oh called the God. weekend. Yeah. Everyone right. has <laughs> You dipshit. Okay, like, so, let's shout out to Deep T for looking beautiful. Yeah, she like, looks stunning. Oh, yeah. She had like the most gorgeous wedding look for sure. Totally on point. Just stunning. Stunning. Um, She gets there up to that altar like the queen bitch that she is and she's like you know what no yeah. i deserve somebody who loves all of me and you suck yeah bye she- and then shake's like all right let's fucking putty like, yeah that what? is someone who he his words were very different than how he was feeling on the inside because oh. he was humiliated he was yeah. dying on the inside and used every last bit of his strength to be party boy one more time <laughs> Like, believe me, and I've been there, like not as extreme as him, but where you don't want anyone to know you're devastated and you're like, right, Christmas, or like whatever. <laughs> you put on yeah. the happy face, but his was deranged. I just, would, I just felt like he's like, yeah, let's pop some bottles. Like we're all here dressed up, like the champagne's here, let's party. And it's like his fucking old parents are sitting there right like, uh. well I guess there is a part another person who made a speech <laughs> and it was shake but it was a absolutely deranged it was like deranged. absolutely weird right speech. it was a perfect he, I feel like he knew that she was there was at least a distinct possibility that she would say no because he started off saying like you know what no matter what happens this is a day about love so this is gonna be great I feel like he did not think that she was I think, I think he thought if anything he would be making the call and that she I, was yeah. definitely in. Yeah. I mean, maybe he had a little worry, but he, I feel like he was a hundred percent sure. He was definitely giving himself some kind of pep talk in the, before they got to the altar, just in case something happened or he made the decision at the end yeah. to say no. But I do think he was humiliated. So well, that part was satisfying. Oh yeah. That was so satisfying. That was like the most satisfying rejection yeah. for sure. Yeah. And like even his friends and family couldn't even fake like, how jarring the whole thing was. Like, yeah, they're like, like, this okay. is 
absurd. What are we doing? We just like set up this entirely like traditional Indian wedding wedding ceremony with like all yeah. the flowers and like the drummers. Yeah, that's and, right. They had everything. They had like everything. <laughs> and like, look, it was definitely like a budget version for the show. Right. But like it still, it's like they're I just would be humiliated if I was his family. Like, what are we doing? You're right. The saddest aspect is that he tried to get the party going, but it was all like elderly relatives. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And like crew members. It's like, what party? There's no party. Like, oh my God. Oh, he's truly, it was like watching a sociopath being made, right? In real Totally. (laughs) I mean, what a weird arc. Like he starts off as kind of the villain. He has this brief moment where we think maybe he has found true love and has changed. That's just not possible no, with him. No. Uh, he got yeah. worse and worse. And then in this moment where he could have stood up and been a mature person, he does this party boy uh, cover for what he's really feeling, which yeah. I hope is deep humiliation and pain. No, just kidding. <laughs> like, I want him to learn a lesson. Like, I wish we could have gotten the conversation with his mother on the ride home. I want to oh know what his mom said to him. And he's the type of guy who will instead of admitting his part in anything, we'll go after deep tea like that. She's ugly. She's oh, bitter. Like, right. you know, I know he's thing. dragging yeah. her like, right. We're absolutely going to get into that. Do you guys have any final thoughts before we uh, pull this over to the Patreon streets? Uh, no. no, I'm just really okay. excited about the reunion. Coming oh up yeah. In a couple yes. days. So that's, that's all my love is blind thoughts. I Me think. too. We had a lot. Well, tell everybody. <laughs> Tell everybody on the main feed where they can find you guys. Well, we have a podcast called Hollywood Crime Scene. We talk about all things related to Hollywood and Los Angeles and Hollywood history, movies, crime related. Yeah. Celebrity scandals, old scandals. We talk a lot of scandals. So find us anywhere you listen to podcasts there so fun so fun um you guys are the best we're just gonna keep rolling so bye guys if you want to hear more about this you're gonna have to pay for this at patreon.com slash ebbm podcast okay bye, bye. And-